0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the Bigger Picture. Wall Street slumped the most since September after comments from Jerome Powell saying that the Federal Reserve wants to keep options open instead of rushing to cut interest rates. So, speaking after the January Fed decision, Jerome Powell says he doesn't think it's likely that the central bank will ease policy in March. So a sign that officials are not in a hurry to lower rates. As the central bank says it does not expect it will be appropriate to reduce the target range until it has gained greater confidence that inflation is moving sustainably towards 2%. So let's check in now with Rajat Bhattacharya. He is the senior investment strategist for Standard Chartered Bank. Good morning, Rajat. Thanks for joining us on the show today. morning and glad to be here. Hey, great to have you on. So let's talk about what's been playing out overnight when it comes to the FOMC. I suppose it went according to the script, no changes. What stood up for you?
1: It's right that there were no changes. Market wasn't expecting any, you know, rate cuts or rate hikes for that matter. So they kept the rates uh, unchanged. But what Powell said was that probably March rate cuts are off the table, and that was what the market was not willing to hear. As we know, the markets are headed into this meeting with a 50% chance of a rate mm. cut in March, and those hopes were dashed.
0: Yeah, Rajat, how surprised are you considering the tough data you've been getting around the US economy?
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, we were not expecting any rate cuts in March. I think rate cut, if it comes, will be more likely towards the second quarter. So that's May or June, not March. And that's precisely because of what you said. The US economy is pretty resilient. Uh, if you see the latest numbers, in the PMIs, for instance, they showed that the service sector, the sector is fine. And manufacturing actually in PMI data at least was recovering. Retail sales were strong. So consumption is still driving the U.S. economy. So, not so surprising that he had to push back against the March rate cut expectations.
0: Yeah, Rajan, how does this play into what investors should be doing right now? So we've been seeing record high week after week. Are we seeing fund flows still going into U.S. equities enough to support prices?
1: So you're right that there's a lot of funds that were flowing into US, and that was the worry. In fact, we flagged in our weekly last week that the markets are overheated and overcrowded. We tracked up something called the investor diversity, and that diversity was very low, as in that most of the investors were bullish. On equities, global equities, U.S. equities, within U.S., you know the hot sectors like the technology, communication services. So that indicator, when it flashes a signal, there is high chance of reversal. And sure enough. It was waiting for a catalyst, mm. and that catalyst was yesterday, and the markets have reversed. So near-term, to your question, we see the, a bit of a reversal uh, in, in this because of this narrow diversity. But we are not so bearish over the longer term, over six months, let's say. There is scope for markets to, again, after a bit of a correction, to rise. Because, as we mentioned, the U.S. economy still remains healthy. Consumption is still driving it, and the earnings are still coming in strong. Earnings have beaten expectations. So overall, the medium-term picture remains constructive.
0: Yeah, so it does suggest perhaps an entry point for folks who want to get in with the correction happening right now. What is the playbook here though? Should they start to think about rebalancing if they've been on the bandwagon of the magnificent 7 look elsewhere for the upside?
1: Yes, I would rebalance uh, and that's what we've done in our portfolios in our strategies as well. So we have rebalanced and that means that not selling out of the risk assets completely. What it means is that if you're overextended, overexposed to the global equities, US equities, or the technology sectors, for instance, and your allocations are much higher than your risk tolerance, then you should trim back exposure, right? And bring them back to your desired allocations. But that's the most that we are doing right now, and then watching for data.
0: Okay, watching for data. I suppose a lot has to do with how energy prices have a role to play. And this has a role to play when it comes to what's happening in the Red Sea. How much is that a risk to inflation, particularly in the US?
1: Yes, that is one of the risks that we are watching. And as you mentioned, oil prices have been well-behaved so far, I must say. But... If this Red Sea issue escalates and continues persists for longer, then there would be significant disruptions of shipping lines, and mm-hmm. as we've seen, shipping costs rise, and that filters through into inflation. And that would then again force the central banks to delay any rate cuts that the markets are expecting. So that is the risk there. For now, we are hedging those risks, and one way to do that is by, let's say, The inflation-predicted bonds in the US, those are going pretty inexpensive. So you buy the US tips. The other way to hedge is, of course, energy sector equities or gold. So for now, we are hedging those risks, but those are not our core scenarios.
0: Okay. And another part of the equation is what's happening in China. So if an investor is already exposed to China What should they be doing right now, especially when you've been hearing about more supportive measures in recent weeks? Is it time to shore up their exposure there?
1: Yeah, China is the opposite case of what we just described, right? So China markets have been oversold, the equity markets. And interestingly, last week, after these measures... We've seen the equity market, let's say in the Hansen index bottom, has created a double bottom pattern. By that I mean that it, over the last one year, it fell to the same lows as the previous year, so around 16,000 and it's bounced back from there. So technically it's oversold. There is scope for the index to rise a bit further towards, let's say 18,000, but we are looking to see more, we need more such measures. more coordinated fiscal and monetary measures to revive confidence the key thing here is consumer confidence business confidence needs to be revived so unless we get that this rebound in equities is unlikely to last so we're still holding china as core a holding in our asset allocation not overweight not underweight but we need to watch any further signs of stimulus
0: all right, sounds like some ways to go as well when it comes to China. We've been in conversation with Raja Bhattacharya. He is the Senior Investment Strategist for Standard Chartered Bank. Raja, thank you so much for our time and insights this morning. Sure, glad to be here. All right, we'll catch up with you again soon. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.